I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. I am a born and bred New Yorker, you know, and New Yorkers were always up for a challenge. I used to challenge guys to push-up contests because I could do 120 push-ups at once <laughs> a long time ago. I only met one guy who could do that many. Some of you guys are thinking, well, maybe I could do more. No, you can't. <laughs> I regularly hit two sewer home runs playing stickball all of those years ago, and I won lots of bets on it, let me tell you. When I was a Coney Island beach lifeguard, there were always a couple of rumbles every summer. That's what they called them, rumbles, large difficulties. And I could always take care of myself in those, too. You know, I actually took judo lessons for a while, and I got pretty good at it. Challenges. You want to win some bets? Oh, okay, challenge your friends with some of these flat-out facts. For example, lots of folks have read that you swallow eight spiders a year in your sleep. And unless you are... Spider-Man, that's just wrong. So go collect on your bet. Here's some more things that uh, lots of people get wrong. Napoleon was not short. Napoleon was about average height for guys in that time. Albert Einstein didn't flunk math. He pretty much invented it. Lots of people think he flunked math for some strange reason. Touching a frog won't give you warts. In fact, I have heard that some frogs are fond of fondling. An atom of the famous Adam and Eve couple did not eat an apple, no matter what God and Sister Mary Knucklebuster told you. Touching a baby bird won't cause its mommy to reject it. However, she may fly over your newly waxed and washed car and leave you kind of a messy message. And one of my mom's favorites, cracking your knuckles will give you arthritis, huh? No, it won't. I'm a born and bred New Yorker. We like challenges, and maybe you do too. So here's some more things you can use to win some bets. Georgia is not the state that grows the most peaches. Most people think that's the case. In fact, it calls itself the Peaches State. But it doesn't grow the most peaches. California does that. And George Washington didn't have wooden teeth. George Washington's dentures were made mostly of, of ivory. And they were made, by the way, by a silversmith by the name of Paul Revere. His office was right down the block. I think it was on Boylston Street, if I'm not mistaken. And speaking about those guys, you know, the Declaration of Independence did not go into effect on the 4th of July. The Declaration of Independence was completed and went into effect on August 2nd. Lots of the guys who signed it didn't get around to doing that until August 2nd. And bats aren't blind, as in blind as a bat. In fact, they can see better than you and I can. And they use kind of a radar system called echolocation to help. And lightning strikes a lot more than twice. 
I'm a born and bred New Yorker, and I have seen lightning strike the Empire State Building and the Statue of Liberty several times. I love Lady Liberty. Statue of Liberty is a born and bred New Yorker, too. Did you know she's made so carefully that even the braids on her head are perfect? I know that because when I had my little airplane, I used to take my kids for flights around her lots of times. When the kids were little, a lot of times they would look out the window at the pretty lady in the harbor and and wave at her. And once, on a crystal clear, windless December night, the moon was almost full. I took my lady wonder wench for a flight around Lady Liberty. Lady Liberty was all lit and lovely in New York Harbor that night. And you know, sometimes in my imagination, when I close my eyes, I can almost see Lady Liberty looking out from New York Harbor, all the way across from sea to shining sea. And it seems like it can hear her asking, what is happening to my people? What is making them so afraid, all of them? The great and the small. What is happening? And when will it be over? And I don't have an answer to that question. I kind of doubt that anybody really does. Next to tales, a bunch of totally unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's messing up your life, and you can grab a spare grin and win. From the Big Louie Handbook for Living Your Life Your Way and Getting Away With It comes this idea. When you buy a used car, push all the buttons on the radio, because if all the presets on the radio are either hard rock or political talk stations... The car's transmission is probably shot. (laughs) That's just from personal experience, really. If the answer is zebra, what is the question? If the answer is zebra, what is the question? You don't know, do you? Of course not. I haven't told you yet. I'll tell you in a minute. If the answer is a zebra, what is the question? And if you are a bachelor living alone, here is a household tip. Once a year, you bachelors should unplug the refrigerator and throw out anything that's growing hair or glowing. (laughs) Yes, guys, it was a man's world, and then Eve arrived. Among other things, you know, when Eve arrived, we started eating better, didn't we, huh? Can you imagine the first cave guy was walking along on the beach one day, minding his own business, and he finds a lobster. So he sneaks up behind the lobster, and he picks it up and takes it home to the cave and tosses it on the floor and says, Here, cave honey, please cook this. I think her name was probably Jean, the cave honey, you know? And she was probably very neat and clean, so... When the cave guy got home, he probably said, Hi, Gene. (laughs) Well, it could be. (laughs) And I think you should always take showers. Never take a bath. Because you know how a stick looks when you put it in the water all bent there? Why take that chance? 
If your spell checker is wrong, how would you know it? And how come when you were a kid in school, if you played hooky when they caught you, they punished you by giving you a few days suspended, you're suspended. <laughs> Which means they throw you out of school for a few days to punish you. It's hard to understand these things. All right, if the answer is a zebra, the question is, what do you call a garment that covers a lady with very large breasts? A zebra. The very few guys who are still innocent and and you're listening to this podcast, you're, if you're innocent, you're now shaking your head because you don't understand. Guys, they use letters for the sizes. It was a zebra, okay? It's a little like algebra where they mix letters in with the numbers, only it's much more complicated because it has to do with women, and you understand that, I'm sure. Digs the tails. They take your mind off your mind. A little housekeeping here, if you don't mind. If you like these podcasts or the spoken word story CDs at DickSummer.com or my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot from Amazon.com, would you please tell a couple of friends, because they might like them too. And of course, you'd be doing me a favor, so thank you very much. Challenges. Sometimes very good comes from something really bad. Big challenge, really tough challenge, you know? For example, a long time ago, everything was going wrong for the Beatles. A long time ago, John Lennon was recovering from a car crash that almost killed him. Paul McCartney had threatened to leave the group. He was upset. Ringo had pneumonia, and George Harrison was really fed up with business and bandmates. So one day George went to his friend Eric Clapton's house, picked up a guitar, and started noodling around while he was walking back and forth in Eric the Slow Hand's garden. Eric Clapton was called Slow Hand, as you probably know. Anyway, the group recorded the song that George came up with that day. But that was the last day the Beatles were ever together in a recording studio. And it was possibly Harrison's second best song, right behind Something in the Way She Moves. So I think that's his best song. The song he composed that day, Noodling Around in Eric Clapton, The Slow Hands Garden, was called Here Comes the Sun. It's been a long, cold winter, but hey, here's the sun. It's like when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. If life gives you thorns, plant them. Who knows? The thorns might grow up and give you a bunch of roses. Since very early this morning, you've been looking at that rose bravely poking its soft, beautiful, fragrant head out of the soda bottle on your kitchen countertop. You're a private duty nurse, a single mother, and a graduate school student. That's three full-time careers that you have to juggle without dropping or missing any part of any one of them. It's tough. You've been stopping at a convenience store halfway into the early morning commute to grab a cup of coffee. It keeps your eyes open and your mind in gear so that you can get home safely from your all-night nursing job. The young guy at the counter can't take his eyes off you. He looks like he's in his early 20s. It's almost funny, but not quite. Even if you wanted to, 
you don't have time to get involved. And that's true, but it's also an excuse. The intensity of your own sensuality has always frightened you a little bit. Your body used to scream so loud for touches and being held and making love that you couldn't hear your mind warning you about consequences and guilt. Sensuality speaks in its own language. It uses words like unbutton, unfold, unashamed, breath, sweat, caress, unprotected. But your husband kept pretending that he didn't hear. This morning, the guy behind the counter just said, Here, I'd really like you to have this. And he gave you that, Rose. And then he blushed and he looked down at the counter. And you went on automatic right there in front of all the other customers. You kissed his cheek. Then you smiled and you left. And your legs were moving like silk. You haven't felt that way in a long time. All the way home, you let yourself pretend that you were the heroine in a romance novel, kind with a pink cover and a big caption that says, Her thighs went tight against his, his strength drowning in her delicious wet fire. This is a novel of soaring spirit and tender flesh, a story of passions, hot and cold, salty and sweet, hard and soft, slippery and strong. And you stopped to think about it, and it made you giggle. For a long time, the sexiest thing you've done was just eat a dish of rich ice cream slowly. And that makes you begin to wonder if you could take a lesson from that rose and let your head pop up bravely out of all of the feelings you've kept bottled up. Once upon a time, you felt fragrant and beautiful and soft. And since very early this morning, you've been thinking, maybe you could again. called The Single Rose. It's from my Night Connection Spoken Word Story CD. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast. Or if you want a free download, just send me an email and I will send you a free download of that story. My email is dicksummer at comcast.net. Okay? dicksummer at comcast.net. I will send you a free download of this story to your email if you like but of course, I need your email to do that. So if you like the story and you want a free download, just send your email to me, dicksummer at comcast.net. Nothing to buy, no charge, no strings attached. Just kind of like you to have it. Challenges. Here are some more items that might help you win some 
some beds. Brown eggs are not more nutritious than white ones. I guess Humpty Dumpty had a great fall, probably with quite a few very attractive hens. <laughs> and uh, sugar does not cause hyperactivity in kids. Kids are just a pain in the you-know-where sometimes, and so you can't blame that on sugar. And you don't use just 10% of your brain either. That's a rumor that got started about 40 years ago. It's just not true. Also, if a penny falls on your head from the top of the Empire State Building, it will not kill you. On the other hand, if you bend over to pick it up, 24 New Yorkers in a hurry will probably trip over you and that might hurt you. It was when times were toughest for the most brilliant pop musicians who ever put a band together, the Beatles. And they came out with arguably their brightest song, Here Comes the Sun. Came after a cold, long winter. That was the lyric. It was a long, cold winter, but here comes the sun. Challenges. It's a big challenge getting old. No one wants to do it, but you got to remember, Mr. Spock said, live long and prosper. So that's what we try to do. Anyway, after all, Spock was smart. So we keep trying to live long and prosper without getting old. And some research says that that's exactly what we're doing these days, too. Honest, no kidding. There really is a U-curve of happiness, according to research that was done at Dartmouth College. That research says people hit high levels of happiness in their early 20s, then things go downhill until about age 47, and then we start getting happy again. That figures, because you tend to spend a lot of time naked in your 20s. Be honest, come on. Then things start wearing out till around age 47, which is when you've had enough of the people laughing and pointing at you, so you start taking Viagra, and things start looking up, as it were. <laughs> and Lady Liberty there in New York Harbor, she is a born and bred New Yorker, too, so she's up for challenges. She's seen two world wars, plus whatever you call the things that we did in Korea and Vietnam, and huge groups of all kinds of people from all over the world took her up on what it says in that book that she carries around in her non-torch hand. It says, give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free, the wretched refuse of your teeming shore. Send these the homeless tempest-tossed to me. I lift my lamp beside the golden door. You know, that's basically the same message as it's been a long, cold winter, but hey, here comes the sun. But I think Lady Liberty is hurting right now, too. You know, she's a born and bred New Yorker, too. And she loves challenges. But I think she's got to be wondering why. So many of her people are so hurt and scared right now. She's got to be thinking, what's happening to my people? And when will it all be over? It has been a long, cold winter. When will the sun come back here in the land of the free and the home of the brave?
Okay. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.